This is B-Word, one half of the host of the Bleach Brothers podcast. My buddy Jake the Hater, Jake the Tailgater, joins me every single week on Sundays to cover things like dadisms, food and beverage, and all things entertainment. And just like Sunday church, when you get out, you can come and enjoy all the dirty talk and get sanitized. Happy spooky season, everyone, and welcome to the end of Taproom of Terror. Ooh. I'm your co-host, Mike, and with me as always, the inspiration behind John Carpenter's The Thing, Trash Can Tech. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a good one. I like that one. That's... <laughs> okay. Okay. So before we get into this episode, when we honor the great, the great one himself... The GOAT. Yes. His Majesty, the God. The actual real God. Yes. John Carpenter. <laughs> John motherfucking Carpenter. The reason you get up to go to church on Sundays. I was actually just talking about that downstairs. <laughs> I was like, hmm, maybe if I do have John to go to church Carpenter. one day instead of, you know, singing, oh, praise, it's oh, praise, John. The, the church hymn is... But yeah. So... I had an incident at work today. Yeah, I know everybody's hanging on the edge of their seats. Well, at least me and you, moose you, lounge. Jeff and Amos are. Yeah, yeah, the Moose Lounge. So, because no one else knows that this happened, and I need to hear it. Towards the end of the day, about 25, 20 minutes left to go. Uh, my boss, McKenna, comes up, mm-hmm. and she's just walking up. She's a super sweet lady. She's probably about our age. Right. Really nice. Walks up, just sees me and waves. Waves. Uh-huh. So I wave back. So my my work gloves that I have to wear, uh-huh. so I can text people who bother me while I'm at work. Uh-huh. Not you. You're fine. I, d- I never text you. Talking to talking to you, Jeff and Amos, <laughs> <laughs> Ty, AJ. <laughs> B word. Uh, but no, I have I cut the thumbs out mm-hmm. about down to my fingernail, mm-hmm. and so I can text. And she saw that. She goes. Well, I had an earbud in, so I couldn't really understand and hear. Mm-hmm. And for context, our safety equipment, glasses, uh, sleeves, uh, forearm sleeves and gloves, it's called PPE, mm-hmm. personal protection equipment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Everybody should know what that is <laughs> if they've lived through the pandemic. If you've worked in a factory before. Or lived through the pandemic. Yeah. Because I had to wear PPE at work. So, yeah. And all I heard was PPE. I didn't hear the E. <laughs> and I heard her, what I thought I heard her say was, I can see your pee pee. <laughs> so I took my earbud out and I went, You can see my pee pee. She goes, Your pee pee. I said, Oh, oh. I said, Oh, my gloves. And she goes, <laughs> And. <laughs> Now, Rhonda is standing next to me. I bet she is pale as a ghost. Rhonda's dead. She's dead. She's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I took my earbud out and I go, what do you mean you can see my (laughs) pee-pee? 
She goes, your PPE. And then she looks at Ron and goes, well, JT, he, on his gloves, he cuts the whole finger out on his. And I, put my, I did a thumbs up to her, and I went, yeah, well, I use just the tip. Oh, no, two for one. I only, or no, I only, something like, what was it I said? I only use just, I only use just the tip. Uh, uh-oh. And she didn't register it. And then Rhonda I did. stopped her, and I went, hold on. What I meant to say was, and then when I said that part, she caught it, and then it was awkward she walked away really mad <laughs> i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm, gonna, I'm in trouble <laughs> thankfully 205 hit no it's time to go home <laughs> see you on monday Rhonda goes she doesn't understand our humor <laughs> she <laughs> let's hope you have a job on monday yeah hopefully <laughs> we'll see i actually asked my boss Ooh. if she could see my pp and then i told her i just put in the tip <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I, I used to do that to my bosses. Well, no, I wasn't doing it to be funny. Purpose, I, just, I know, I know. I thought that's what she said. <laughs> I looked down and everything. Uh, I thought the cow was getting out of the barn. The cat? The cow. Oh, I'm used to horse. I've, I've always heard the horse is coming out of the barn. Well, girth. Oh, okay. And it's black and white. What? Because of what happened yesterday when the lady called me brother and I asked you. Yeah, and- no. Nope, nope. Change the subject. John Carpenter. <laughs> but yeah. So this week we are honoring the legendary John Carpenter and all Mr. of his glorious Carpenter. films. Whether we've seen them or not. Honestly, I mean, I've only seen a few of his, to be honest. And yeah. I'm, it sucks to say that. Which ones have you seen? Of course, the Halloween franchise, even though he only did the first two. You mean just Halloween? Well, just Halloween. He wrote and gets paychecks for the others. He does, and he's very adamant and about that. He's very that. adamant. <laughs> as long um, as I get a paycheck, I don't care. I've seen The Thing. I've seen Vampires. I've seen... You've I'd, seen The Ward. Uh, the, ugh, With I that like, stupid bitch Amber Heard. But it's still a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, it's good. A lot of people don't know about it. It's really... Underrated. It is super I underrated. Think. So, John Howard Carpenter was born January 16th, 1948. He's 75. Yep. He was uh, Quartermass. Oh, he goes by Martin Quartermass. What? Excuse me? Huh? Uh, alma mater is Western Kentucky University. Yeah. Uh, film director, screenwriter, composer, producer, actor. Um, I've seen They Live, but it's been a long, long time ago. They Live is awesome. Did you know he was married to Adrian Barbo? I did. I just found that out today. I'm so stupid. Of Friday the 13th fame. No, that's not right. <laughs> I'm thinking of... I'm thinking. Adrian King? <laughs> yes. I was thinking of Adrian King. I don't no. know why. Adrian Barbo was in The Fog. Yes, yeah. The Fog. Thank you. Not and Friday she the was, 13th. She was at Scarefest. On Saturday. Was she? Yes, she was. She was on the corner right there before Doug Bradley, or right before Kane Hodder. You know the aisle with the Friday the yeah. 13th girls? No, because Kane Hodder was on the end of the aisle, and around that corner was Doug Bradley, but she was, yeah, she was she next was, to... Yeah, like if you walk down that aisleway, she was the very last booth before you get to Kane Hodder on the left. Okay. Or right, depending on which way you go. Um, early films include Halloween, The Fog. The F- I've seen The Fog. The Fog is one of my favorites up there with Halloween. I know, I know. I'm going to hear it from people later. Actually, his first film was Dark Star in 1974, and then he did Assault on Precinct 13 in 76. Mm -hmm. Halloween was his third. Yeah. Well, I'm just reading 
the different ones. You don't like vampires. I hate vampires. It was pretty good. I just don't like it. I don't like vampires in general, though. Like the actual, I want to suck your blood. Okay, vampires. I don't like people that think they're vampires. Oh, you mean my ex, Aaron? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, the one yeah. that Ty likes to make fun of me for. Him. Yes. Yeah, God I damn was it! In the movie, the vamp- John Carpenter inspired vampires from my it. lifestyle and personality. Whole <laughs> <laughs> <Cold> personality. <laughs> <laughs> Red flag, red flag. I'm related to Bela Lugosi. I'm his direct <laughs> descendant. Oh Jesus fuck! <laughs> so, which ones have you seen? I have seen Assault on Precinct 13, See, I still need Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, The Thing, Christine. I forgot about Christine. Big Trouble in Little China, They Live, Prince of Darkness, Escape from L.A., Ghost of <laughs> Mars, Vampires, and The Ward. I've seen most of his movies. I I think I'm missing just a couple, like. Assault on Precinct 13, uh, Trouble Jace, in Little China. Jace introduced me to, I saw Prince of Darkness for the first time. He mm. brought it up. It was like 12 or 13 years ago. I think I've seen that one too. We No, you were, it was one of those third, no, you were working third shift. Mm. I feel like we I were living seen at, it though. We were living at Park Lake at the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I was bored. It was a Saturday night. And so Jace came over to hang out, and he brought some movies, and Prince of Darkness was one of them. And I, that's one of my top Carpenter. That movie just scares the shit out of me. I love it so much. It's so, it, the makeup in it is creepy. That's awesome. I, I, I mean, everybody knows Carpenter from Halloween, and. That's his claim to fame. Right. Is right. Halloween. But it's, it's amazing. I it think is, it's amazing. It is the, I heard uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, shout out Confused Breakfast, they refer to it as the perfect slasher movie. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's why so many people like it. Yeah, and it's usually a first introduction. It is into into horror because it's it has its creepy factors and its suspensefulness, mm-hmm. but there's no gore at all. Very little. Very very little. And it just started getting gorier the more. Yeah. Halloweens were added. As it went on. Like at the end of the second one where he fucking explodes in a hospital. (laughs) And lives. And still lives. And came back to fight Lori's daughter. (sighs) Who we saw Nope, that's not part of Carpenter. (laughs) That's not part of the Carpenter verse. How about that? No. That's the Carpenter verse. He only has a writing credit for, or a produce, not a producing, a creative credit. Creative credit credit or something. Because of Michael, Lori, and Loomis. So... I love the fact that John Carpenter, like his films, very minimal light. Like he uses like natural lighting oh, in yeah. a lot of his films. Yeah. And you really grasp that concept in Halloween. Mm-hmm. I love his nickname. Do you know what it is? It's the master of the low budget horror picture. Nice. He is the best. Oh. Everything he uses is natural. Yes. Um. The panoramic shots, mm-hmm. the use of Steadicam, and the distinctive... His music. Yep. Distinctive scores. Yeah. Uh, Along his, with his I could talk sign. for hours about Carpenter's scores. Like, yes. I, I fell in love with 1978, mm-hmm. and then when I was older, I watched The Fog, yeah. and he carried that over. Yeah. He also, if you listen to John Carpenter Pandora, mm-hmm. or actually John Carpenter Spotify is better... Because of you get more Carpenter songs, where Pandora just kind of throws yeah. random stuff. This person had a song in a horror movie once, right, too. Right, right. And so, 
there's like one song that always plays no matter when I put it on. It's called Vortex. Yeah. Really like that score. He just he just takes the the synths, the synthesizers and just I, goes I, at it. I think he perfected it as far as film scoring goes. Yeah. I think he kind of perfected it but also he was kind of the innovator behind it. Like he's he's the guy when it comes to using synth and horror picture scores. I think. And hell, his son Cody. Cody Carpenter? Yeah. Yeah. He's like 2 years older than I am. Do you know that? Oh yeah, he's yeah. He's he's our age. Our age, yeah. Yeah, that's He'll awesome. He'll be 40 next year. John Carpenter's old enough to be our dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. That would be awesome. Um, I love what they did though in Halloween 2018 kills and ends. Yeah. I really do. Like, I think it's fantastic. Oh, absolutely. I think that the use of a violin bow on an electric guitar, mm -hmm. I love the way that Cody and John both like combined. Yes. I actually have a favorite uh, track from that and it's from kills. Oh, yeah. Mine's the exit, the ending. Mm -hmm. Or not Kills, 2018. Oh, the Halloween score for tw the Halloween... Tw yes. 2018 score is brilliant. But the uh, the song uh, Payback from Halloween Kills, mm -hmm. that one. That's my ringtone. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the, the simple use of like the keyboard, the piano that he used in Halloween 1978. Mm-hmm. And the fog, how it was a little bit synthesized. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, like, super overpowering. I like the music from uh, Christine a lot, too. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Christine. We should have talked about Christine when we were doing the uh, Possessions episode a yeah, few weeks ago. Yeah, that's technically a possession. It's a, yeah. it's a car. <laughs> it's not a person. That's true. <clears throat> it's a car that gets possessed. Now... I mean, he did literally every single movie he's been on or produced or, or done. Yeah. Um, he's done the music for. Remember Body Bags? Vaguely. Isn't Body Bags the one where he's like the doctor in the laboratory? Yes. That was on a <laughs> Masters of Horror Yeah, something thing. like that. Yeah. It was like, a, like a, a Masters of Horror creep show kind of a thing where mm -hmm. he was the host of it. Yep. And it was like four or five, like 10, 15, 20 minute short films. I loved that. Those we watched the, that last year on Halloween. Yeah. Not on Halloween, but during October. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. But yeah. Did you know that him and Cody Carpenter both did the score for Firestarter, the new one? Really? Yes. No, I did not know that. Yep. Huh. I need to go back and listen to it. I mean, it was a trash movie, but the oh, music's going to be great. The, the music's going to be yeah. amazing. No. The original Firestarter is far superior. So he got his idea for Smith's Grove because we do have a Smith's Grove here in Kentucky. Yes. And he got the idea of Haddonfield from Bowling Green. From Bowling Green. Yep. It's a quaint little town. Mm hmm. I like it whenever we're going in that direction and we see the Smith's Grove sign. Yep. Always had to take a picture of it. <laughs> yep. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Someone's Watching Me? No. I haven't either. 
Did he do the music on that? Well, he did the movie and the music, of course. Oh, it's one of his films? Yeah. He directed it? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, television film. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. That's where he met Adrian. <clears throat> okay. So this was back in the day then? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, 1978, actually, huh. to be exact. Yeah. Uh, Carpenter has been married to producer Sandy King since 1990. Yeah. Um, Village been... of the Damned, Vampires, Ghost of Mars. She was a script supervisor for Starman and Big Trouble in Little China, Prince of Darkness, and they live. Um, Carpenter. Oh, John Carpenter likes video games as art. He does. I, I saw a, a quote from him a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked him something about uh, his movies, and he goes, Listen, all I care about is watching basketball and playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what his favorite video game franchise is? Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he is a big Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Sonic Mania. <laughs> he plays all the... I'm sure he plays every single one. He offered to narrate and help direct the cinematics for Fear 3. Really? Mm-hmm. Other games Carpenter has spoken about his fondness include Jack wait, and Daxter. Wait a minute. He offered? He offered to narrate and help direct the that cinematics. Means, that means somebody said no. Mm-hmm. Someone said no to him. Fuck you. You don't <laughs> say no to John Carpenter. John Carpenter is saying, hey, do you want me to do this for you? You and, say yes. And you say no? You said No. I wonder how many zeros was on the end of that. He request. offered. It didn't say. Hey, anything. I'll do it for you. Do you want me to do this? Mm, He's also based no. an interest in making a film based on Dead Space. That would be cool. He is a big sci-fi buff. Oh yeah. Huge sci-fi buff. Never played that video game. I don't think I know what it is. Yeah. It's. Eh, it's not a popular game. It, it's probably a game that he likes. Though. So that's probably where that's coming from, I would assume, you know. But, yeah. He also holds a commercial pilot's license flying yes. rotorcraft helicopters. Which is one of his hobbies. Flying airplanes. Yeah. Um, this is John Carpenter, your captain speaking. I'm sorry, what? Many of Carpenter's films have been re-released on DVD, so they've been taken from VHS. <laughs> yeah. That checks out. So... You showed me a clip earlier on TikTok where he was talking to Yes. Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert, yeah. And yeah. he asked him, you it's know, about who, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> who who is the thing at the end of the thing? If I watch it very closely, will I know who the thing is? And watch John it Carpenter very cl- goes Watch it very yes. closely. And if you send me a check, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Getting getting into the movies, of course, that, that we've seen. Yeah. Um, at least the ones that I've seen. What, for me, what makes The Fog a good Carpenter movie is, mm-hmm. again, the the lighting, the music. Yeah. The acting is, I mean, it is pretty good. And this, pirate ghosts. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking pirate, pirate ghosts. Pirate ghosts. Where Scooby-Doo when you need him. And corn. And corn. The South Park episode. Oh, yeah. Pirate ghosts. That was Jonathan Davis that said that. It was. (laughs) Do you think they took inspiration from... I I really feel like they had to have. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Mm -hmm. To make that episode, but also Scooby-Doo it and Corn was there also. 
Well, there were pirate ghosts, I think, on a Scooby-Doo episode. Oh, was there? I think. I don't know. Or I... I... No, I know Garfield. I know Garfield has a Halloween special where there's pirate ghosts. Yeah. Oh, the one that you can watch for free on YouTube. Yeah, I guess. No, you can. Oh, okay. Gunner, I'm sorry. I was, Gunner I was plugging missed. it. Oh, you were plugging it. <laughs> we're not seeing a check. Don't plug it. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, so I like The Fog because, I mean, it is a really good storyline. To me, it is. Yeah. To most people, probably not. But I find it very suspenseful. I find it oh, creepy. Yeah. You know, the the character build, they don't... They, Carpenter didn't just kill off people He in The Fog. He was He just, like... He let characters hold. Oh, yeah. As where, you know, most thriller, horror, slasher movies, they yeah. automatically just start killing off people. Yeah. Like, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. And yeah. they don't really give you a good base. It's where the fog, they give you a pretty good base. The remake of The Fog wasn't too bad, but oh, I like the original. The one with, with Tom Welling? Yes. <laughs> with fucking Superman in it? Yep. <laughs> It was, I don't remember that one that I, well. I think I've only seen it once or twice. Like I said, I'm more of an OG kind of girl. Yeah. Same, but guy. You're an OG girl. I am a girl. Snip, snap. Girl. Clippity clap. Slay it. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy wants to put her two cents in. No. Say, no. I like a John Carpenter, daddy. No, you like Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I, she loves Quentin Tarantino. Right, no more paying attention to you, go Anyway. We're recording. <laughs> So, I think, I mean, it was just, I think it was brilliantly done. Yeah. Again, there's naysayers out there. I think because... Do people not like The Fog? I've heard a lot of people say they didn't like The Fog. What? How? I don't know. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I I enjoy The Fog. There's even unlike... a Lighthouse podcaster or a radio DJ in there... it. <laughs> a Lighthouse podcaster. If we made same The thing. Fog, same we're up, us up in the Lighthouse. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Welcome to your late night podcast. It's us doing taproom radio. Yeah. And dude, that'd be dope. That'd be fun in a lighthouse. Oh my God, yes, please. Sign me up. Welcome to Taproom Radio, live from the lighthouse. Yes. God damn, our studio is a lighthouse. That would be cool. Fuck yeah, in Maine. But no, I like to watch The Fog like more towards, not like scary Halloween spooky season, but I like it more towards the um, kind of like in between winter and spring. Like right as it just something yeah. sets that tone when it's when it's cool outside, cool warm, warm yeah. Cool. When it's ocean breezy outside here in Kentucky, yes, where the ocean is, <laughs> because everybody has salt life stickers on their fucking cars. I think it. You say it. You're welcome. <laughs> I was behind one ter- earlier uh, today. Yeah. I wish I could go crunch some waves when I got off work today, but you know. Just go crush those. It is what it is. Kapow! Schwing! I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What did surfers say? Tubular? Totally, bro? Yeah. They, they really do. Yeah, I know they do. <laughs> it's on TV. I've hung out with them before. Oh. They really do say oh, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so the thing. Yeah. Probably, I would say, and it's a remake. It's not an original. No, the original is a science fiction movie that came out in the fifties, which he has playing in Halloween. Halloween. And if you watch Halloween Ends, the movie that that Cody kid, Cody, yeah, he's watching. They're watching John Carpenter's The, the thing. thing. Yep. So it kind of carries over. Yep. I I liked the thing. The thing actually, I love the thing. It is a 
well put together sci-fi. In my opinion, piece. it is the perfect horror movie. Really? It's not my favorite, but I think the the writing of it, the characters, dialogue, the music, it is it is the perfect horror movie. So the new thing that came out. That's a, the. Is it a prequel? It is a technically yes. It's a prequel. Okay, so I was like, how are you? It's a prequel of a to. Of a remake? It's a prequel to the one that John Carpenter did. That's yeah. That's what I thought. Well, no. But John Carpenter, because at the end, towards the end of the one that came out in 2011, there is a, uh, a spaceship. Yeah. On it. I don't remember. I want to watch the thing again. Yeah, uh, Jace is bringing bringing the original over on uh, for us tomorrow on Tuesday, Tuesday when it comes on Halloween tomorrow for you people. Yeah, tomorrow for you guys listening. But what, I mean, I I like the fact of the almost like the who done it, like who is well, the monster? Who, that's yeah, the, who's that's the monster? What, I love who done it. Yes, everybody listening should already know that who done it is like one of my favorite things. It's our favorite things, but this is a different kind of who done it because the monster. Kind of like almost transfers. Well, yeah. In a sense. Kind of? Do, yeah. Doesn't it have to kill the uh, person? Jess, do not watch this one. The dog dies. <laughs> Even though you you've probably seen it. You should say the ladies of Opinionated Lushes because yeah. none of them like that. That's true. Even though it is a very well-made yes. prop dog. Yeah, it is. It is. That's true. No, the thing, uh, this, I, yeah. It's, it's so good. It's. It's a creature feature. It's a science fiction movie. It's it's so much just rolled into one. And Kurt Russell, that's where I discovered Kurt Russell was that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is a badass. He is a total. He is the definition of badass. So you've seen Escape from New York? I have. I've seen it. I think maybe once. Oh, Nick Castle wrote it with John Carpenter. Yes. That's awesome. Oh. And I have a fun fact about Nick Castle that I will reveal later because I need to try to remember it first. <laughs> but he directed something we are all familiar with. That we walked past his booth at Scarefest. That too. And got to get a glimpse of him. Yes. Because his line was three hours long. Not doing that again. <laughs> well, it's Nick Castle. I would rather, well, I need to bring like one of those little seat chair things like you carry on your back. Yeah. And you've seen Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, Nick Castle. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the movie Major Pain? Mm-hmm. He directed that. Uh, somewhere in my brain I knew that. <laughs> I did not. I found that out two days ago. Really? Yes. Somewhere in my brain I know I know. I know I knew that. Michael Myers. I did not know. That fucked me up. <laughs> One of my favorite comedies. Michael Myers directed it. <laughs> the Shape. That's amazing. So, but you, yeah, anywho, you that's okay. You've you've seen Assault on Precinct 13? Long, 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 long time ago. That is one that it, I do. It might have been see. like the second or third horror movie I ever saw. See, I feel like I've seen it in like passing. You know how like when mom or dad's watching a movie and you're a kid, you yeah. like run in to grab a a ball glove or yeah. a glass of water and you run back out. I feel like I've I've seen it something like yeah. that. Yeah. If if you ask me something about it, I I Probably couldn't tell you, but I know I've seen it. But like I said, it's been probably I don't know thirty five years. Yeah, since I've seen it. So what about Christine? Yeah, what about Christine? I love Christine. God, that's been forever since I've seen that one. My favorite 
my my favorite scene in that is when the dude at the junkyard puts Christine in a uh, at the thing at the crusher. Yeah, the and car crusher flips the car out onto the ground, and it lands right side up, mm-hmm. and the car just starts to form back into its original self. Mm-hmm. Not a mark on it. Mm-hmm. Like looks like a brand new car. Did they, did they do a remake of that? Not that I not that I know of. Mm. I don't think so. Then I have seen Christine. Yeah. It's just been a long... We've watched it together. It's been a while. Yeah. I, the last time I watched it with watched it was with you. I know. It's probably been a few years. Yep. But, and, yeah. And you've seen Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. I've heard... A lot of people say that is an amazing movie. It is. It's fun. Is it? It is so much fun. So that's definitely one I need to put on my list. Yes. Top, top it is a list. very not Asian-friendly movie. <laughs> Movie. Oh my god! <laughs> I think, and and that's my that's my opinion. <laughs> but no, I I love Big Trouble. <coughs> uh, it's awesome. It's another knockout performance by Kurt Russell. Um, I have never though, and I'm really ashamed of saying this. Mm-hmm. I've never seen They Live. See, I have, but I think I was in high school. Long when I time seen ago. It. Yeah, I really feel like it was like at Tiffany's house or, or you know, like a party, a background noise kind yeah. of thing. I've, I know I've seen it, but I know I need to rewatch it yeah. again. A lot of a lot of your tr- not true horror fans, but a lot of your old school, right? Old school horror movie thriller slasher fans really love it. I and I mean, it's got one of the most famous lines in cinema of all time. Came from that movie. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm, I'm all out, out of bubble gum. gum. Yep. Shout out Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Rest in power, King. Uh, Memoirs of Invisible Man, In the Mouth of Madness. I've never seen those two. So you like, did you like vampires? I. What do you like about it? I enjoyed it. Sell it on, sell me that movie. I don't know if I can because I don't like, I don't like it enough oh, to okay. sell you on it. You just think it's okay? I mean, it's, it's. I mean, if it's on and there's nothing else on, then yeah, I'll put it on. Okay. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. Like, oh, I'm in the mood to watch vampires. Right. Said no one ever. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was not one of my favorites yeah. of his, but it's, like I said, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. It feels like Dollar Store uh, Terminator is fighting vampires. <laughs> I don't... Like, <laughs> well, we couldn't get Schwarzenegger for this one. Well, let's. There's another option, but you're not gonna like it. I know, but we need to make this movie. So fine, I'll hire him. Ugh. James Woods did a good job at it. I just I don't like James Woods. Yeah, I mean he he's not a good job. actor to me. He's not. He was good as Hades and Hercules. Was that he him? He was the voice. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I do like Hercules. I like that movie very much. <laughs> Because of Danny DeVito. And I heard Ghost of Mars. It's awful. Is I hate it. Yeah, I was going to say, I know you don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I, another movie I watched with Jace. Of course. Yeah. And he <laughs> loves it, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't remember. It was one time. Like, no, no more? Fuck this movie. This is stupid. Oh, Jesus from, Christ. <laughs> from watching that. Oh, man. But, I, d- yeah. I don't think I've seen it. I, I don't... I, Gut feeling says I don't think I've seen it. Because if you said it's terrible, 
Like, does he own it? Does Jace own it? No, it was on. Okay. It was on TV. Okay, then he probably doesn't like it if he doesn't what, own it. Whatever Shutter used to be called, uh, Fear.net. I just touched something sticky on the table. Yep, right there. That's gross. Spot. And it's right next to the Bleach Bros sticker. Mm, B word. Gross. And Jake is above your head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. It was. Uh, it's Muppet come. Uh, remember Fear.net? Yeah. That Fear, on demand? Yeah, Fear.net. Yeah, Fear.net. Before, yeah. yeah, before, I think it before it became Shudder. Yeah, something like that. But it was on there. Oh, that was a long time ago. That shit used to have some dope horror movies oh, on it. Oh my God, it did. Shudder yeah. still has some good ones. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, last but not least on this list is The Ward. I love we it. We both have seen it. We both love it. We, we lent it to somebody, and yeah. I can't figure out who the fuck we let borrow it. They stole it from us. I really, honestly, 100% think it was Jace, but I thought he gave it he back and we let somebody that. give it. I, I'm telling, I bet it was somebody that we used to be friends with, like, um, somebody Moody's that, or, um, somebody unnamed that used to live with us. I just, I just know it went missing when we moved from Park Lake to Vernon. I thought it went missing before that. No, it went missing at Park Lake. So whoever we were hanging well, no, out with. no, before the move. Well, yeah, yeah. We let somebody borrow it and completely forgot about it. Yeah. And then we move here and we're like, hey, we're going to watch the ward. We don't have it. What the fuck? Didn't we buy that for like $10 no, at Walmart? No, it was $5. Or $5. $5 dollars bin at Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. And I said, let's check it out. It's John Carpenter. It looks great. And we only got to see it that one time. No, I, we watched it a couple. Did we? We watched it together. That's we right. We watched it with Jace. Then we watched it with Jace and Michelle. Then we watched it with Michelle and uh, Angie. And oh, then did we, we? Oh, yeah. We watched, We kept introducing people to it. Okay. I swear, I'm well, about yeah, to go on was... Amazon right the fuck now and order it. I mean, I'm down. I Shit. want it. You can't watch it on TV. I don't know. I don't think it's streaming it's anywhere. It's not streaming anywhere. So for those of you listening and who <coughs> haven't heard, excuse me, The Ward is a 2010 American supernatural psychological horror film. Oh, you can stream it on Amazon for three ninety nine. dollars Fuck right. streaming it. I want it. Right now. I want it, though. I'll buy it for three ninety nine. Uh, So it also includes not just Amber... Shit face Amber, her. Amber bed turd. Amber bed turd. <laughs> Danielle Panabaker's in it. I forgot. She is. Yes. Shout out to you. Um, it's set in 1966. It's uh, chronicles of a young woman who is institutionalized after setting a, a fire to a house who finds herself haunted by a ghost of a former inmate at the psychiatric ward. And as of 2023, this is Carpenter's most recent film as a director. It was the last one he directed. It was absolutely amazing like i mean i think i speak for both of us when i say if that's going to be the last film he directed he went out with a bang he knocked it out of the fucking park yeah like jesus him being quote unquote the master of low budget horror Mm -hmm. this movie looks like that uh they spent a pretty penny filming this 10 million in budget that was the but say okay yeah I mean for and for un- Carpenter that's a lot unfortunately box office only brought th- brought in half of that yeah it wasn't in theaters very long though no I don't I mean I didn't find out about it until it was out for to like rent it, rent or, buy it. or buy it yeah yeah that's when I found out about it wait didn't we I thought we rented it on Redbox first and no then, we we, oh, we found it yeah. straight out of the bin we watched the trailer and like fuck we're buying so, it because it's John Carpenter. Those of you listening, if you've seen like Shutter Island, it's kind of like that. A little bit, yeah. It has twists and turns. It's it's a uh, yeah. One of those like 
of course, institutionalized hospital mm-hmm. type horror movies. Yeah. It's fantastic. If if you've not seen it, go see it. If you've seen it, buy it. If yeah. you own it, you are amazing. <laughs> yeah. So there's one more film we need to talk about. Which is? If we're going to do this episode on The Great One, uh-huh. we need to talk about 1978's Halloween. Oh. We have barely even spoken on Halloween. I, and we have I was some... saving the best for last. <coughs> I was me. saving the best for last. Okay. <laughs> well, what were you going to talk about next? Oh, nothing. I was going to introduce oh. Halloween. Oh. That was the next one. Take it away. You got an introduction <laughs> plan for it? It is Halloween. I, I do not have an introduction plan. Okay. Um, except it was a uh, 1978 American independent slasher film. Yes. He wrote it in college, mm-hmm. I do believe, and was able to grab a bunch of people together and like, hey, we're going to shoot a movie. Yeah. So uh, I noticed a flub in Halloween. Which one? Well, it's not the uh, one where you can see John Carpenter's cigarette smoke go into frame. So those of you who don't know, (laughs) if you watch the part where uh, Annie and Lori are walking down the sidewalk right after Linda goes to her house Uh and Lori sees the shape behind the the hedges, Uh when he disappears and she looks back, you can see John Carpenter's cigarette smoke. It's a pretty, it's a pretty noticeable cloud of smoke. It is, but I didn't notice it until a couple (laughs) years ago. It's pretty, it's hard not to miss it. (laughs) But the one that I'm referring to Uh is when Annie goes out to the car yep to get the keys no she or goes out she, to the car to leave or but to she leave gets the keys because For... there's a song remember yes she went out to the car to mm-hmm. get the keys the mm-hmm. door was locked on the car right mm-hmm. so she goes in the house to get the keys mm-hmm. comes back to the car doors unlocked she doesn't even use the key to unlock it yeah that's because michael has popped it michael but she it. didn't michael was oh she didn't think about it it's not right. a club it was written in the script oh okay well, yeah Still, it's not a flub because Michael would probably locked it from the inside once he got inside. What if he was already in the car? That's what I'm saying. Well, no, if he locked the car back after he got inside, how come it was unlocked when she came back out? Because he unlocked it because he was in the back seat. Why would he lock it and then unlock it? Maybe because he wanted to. Did he go, Oh, shit, my bad. She needs yeah. to get in here. Probably, but she went in to get the keys. Did he not know oh, that? Oh, Paul, yeah, I keep you all. <laughs> How often no do we keys. do we say that? <laughs> often. <laughs> Me and Jace do it all the time. Jace we do I, it all the time. We do it all the time too. Especially if somebody named Paul or there's keys. Yeah. <laughs> Those two mostly. And then the one line I keep catching myself saying. Which is Michael. <laughs> that's what your mom sounds like when she gets I know, mad that's... at you. She's Michael. <laughs> She sounds like Judith Myers. Myers, Myers. Row 18, not 20. Yeah. Did you know, uh, and this is a little little thing for, for our, our porn stash friends. Okay. That Judith Myers it was a, uh, actually, in real life, she was a Playboy Playmate. You guys suck ass. You Fuck guys, you too, Big C. Fuck you too. You guys are crushing it. Especially you, Malcolm. We do so, love porn stash. Um, I mean... The mental patient of Michael Byers, like mm-hmm. the the whole opening scene of the little kid who kills his sister. Like, honestly, what teenager isn't going to punt a six-year-old child with yeah. a knife? Why are you just going to grab your boobies and go, Rah! 
as the kid's stabbing you. Now, I can understand, like, he's, like, mentally ill, of course he is, and he's got um, strength of of one of those psycho killers. Um, but that that was... I mean, every horror movie in the 70s and 80s needed sex and titties and blood. There wasn't yeah. a whole lot of blood. There really, honestly, was one sex scene instigated of a f- yeah. the two. Oh, you talking about Bob and Linda? Bob and Linda's sex scene, which was absolutely horrendous. That was really cringy because, was... like, is Bob? How is Bob laying beside her and on top of her at the, at the same, same time? Because <laughs> you can see the way that their, their feet are. Yep. <laughs> like he's kind of like they're kind of like in the shape of an X. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think Bob knows how to do a sex. I don't think he knows how to sex. <laughs> He's never done sex in a girl before. He doesn't. He has not. <laughs> no. um, I love the use of the sheet after that scene. Yeah. Like, it is such a well put together movie. The, you know, the teenage aspect of it, of the attitude snotty Annie who's thinks she's the leader of the group, the quiet, shy girl who's hanging out with the popular girls. Then you got Linda who wouldn't shut her fucking mouth. Love PJ Souls. God, she's such a good actress. Yeah. You know she did not like smoking cigarettes. She hates it. Oh, and you can tell in her performance. Oh, yeah. Like, to this day, she still states cigarettes are the grossest things in the world. So, there's this theory that I heard. I don't remember the most of it, but the the gist of it is, is that uh, Michael is the way he is as an adult. Uh, it's because of Dr. Loomis. Dr. Right. Loomis made him be this way. Oh. He didn't want to, because if you go back to look when he was six years old mm-hmm. and he killed Judith when he's standing outside the house, mm-hmm. that's not the face of a killer. That's mm-hmm. the face of a child who's confused. Mm-hmm. Did you see how his eyes were, where he was like, mm-hmm. like, oh, I like, just did something. Why did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good, I like that. Yeah. If I can find it, I'll, I'll post it. That's but, yeah. cool though. Like, I never even thought about it that way. So he made him a psychopath. He kind of groomed him. The theory is Dr. Loomis spent 15 years grooming Michael Myers to be the one that we know. Hmm. Yeah. That'd be a cool, another set of movies. Fan theory, or not fan theory. Well, yeah. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like fan theories. Ooh, that would be fun. That would be a fun episode. Well, not just this, but like if they made movies over it, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, how they did a Halloween 4, 5, 6, and then they did, you know, the in, uh, 18 Kills ends. Yeah. Like the different subs okay it'd be cool to do like a prequel to like why loomis was doing all of that yeah that'd be cool i think so i mean honestly like i can if you look at halloween ends i know that john carpenter had nothing to do with it but the music yeah well he produced he was he is the producer for it not ends kills if you look at halloween kills yeah remember the doctor in that he he was uh he stabbed the sheriff he Mm. was trying to take Michael's niece, great niece. Or... That was 2018. Was it 18? Yeah. Remember the line Lori says, oh, you're the new Loomis. You're the new Lo- That's right. That's yeah. right. So it is 18. Where he takes him and he's like trying to save Michael and be like, kill her, kill her. And yeah. then Michael kills him instead. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's something that Loomis absolutely could have done. Yeah. You know, Michael probably up. saw him as, oh my God, this is Dr. Loomis all over again. I need to kill him. He's getting inside my head. One of my favorite parts from Halloween 78 is when Lori and Annie are in the car 
And don't fear the reaper while they're smoking a joint. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is like, I guess maybe that's why it's my favorite song. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's why. I'm pretty sure that's why. No. It's your favorite song and your favorite horror movie. <laughs> that's true. So. That's true. I mean. There's I, no way that's no, just I coincidental. Did, I did like, I did like the, you know, the, the crappy Halloween mix that jason and i had growing up as a kid where they weren't real songs they were knockoffs right. i really fell in love with it then because we still have it downstairs and it sounds I so know. bad now it's awful it's so bad it's terrible but that's where i fell in love with it and i didn't notice it until i was watching one day and i heard it in the background i was like oh my god it's stuff for the reaper my favorite movie <laughs> i lost my shit but that is that's the coolest scene like i love the vibe of that movie I love the the of Halloween. Yes, even though you're watching it and you you know it's like ninety degrees outside in the summer. Sucks to be you in Pasadena, California, and they all have to wear fucking sweaters and Sucks jumpsuits and masks. Fuck this day. Yeah, but they made an amazing movie. Oh that yeah, that is a cool one classic, of, and people love it. One of the most iconic, not just horror but films of all time. Exactly. I, I I I mean, in my opinion. I mean, you listen to Carpenter's music in it, and you you hear the song. You can hear like three notes of the song. You're like, I know what this is from. Oh, just give me the first one. Yeah, give me the first one. You see the you see the mask. I know who that is. Exactly. If you show someone a kitchen knife, you're like, oh, Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. Like Gunner, even when he was younger, used to associate kitchen knives yeah. with Michael Myers. Michael Myers uses that knife. Huh? Yeah, where he associates chainsaws with Leatherface. Yeah. Machetes with Jason. Yeah. A kitchen to Michael is, is Jason. That's Jason's machete. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's such a great stuff. movie. I mean, John Carpenter was so fucking brilliant when he created mm -hmm. that masterpiece. And now he's just at home watching basketball games and playing Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> we all wish to be there the yep. Monday. And hoping people write him checks. <laughs> I'll tell you the Write ending. me a check. I'll, I'll tell say, you the ending. Write me a check. If you write me a check, I'll tell you the ending. <laughs> I'll tell you who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, uh, this was a short episode. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. mm. Forget about that, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. I am super excited about this Halloween. Yes. I mean, we're both off the next day i'm off both days we're gonna put a fire in the fire pit put the tv outside and watch three amazing halloween movies yes. that should only be watched on halloween i think i'll go ahead and tell everyone now that one of the episodes for next year's taproom of terror is the difference between a halloween movie and a horror movie yes and we're gonna kick it off with that episode that's beautiful in one year <laughs> a little less than a year stay tuned in 11 months yeah. In 11 months. <laughs> in 11 months. But no, the Halloween movies, for those of you listening now, maybe you have them on hand to listen to on Halloween, which is tomorrow, mm -hmm. would be Halloween 78. Yes. Trick or Treat. Yes. And Sleepy Hollow. Johnny Depp's Johnny Sleepy Depp, Hollow. Sleepy well, Hall Tim, Burton's Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. Same person. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yes. No, I mean. Helena Bonham Carter didn't shit in Tim Burton's bed. <laughs> <laughs> That chick from the ward did. She might have. We she... just don't know about it, and Tim Burton might like it. Oh, my it. God. The, the crazy girl from the ward shit in Ichabod Crane's bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, tune in December 8th. We have a big thing happening then. 
Super excited about that. Yep, because somebody across the table from me wanted to do another really long string. I said, <laughs> it'd be cool to do it again. I could do it again. And we're going to do it again, but only for 24 hours this and time. And it's a live stream. Again, that part is the same. A live stream. Yes. Again. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Sorry, X, not Twitter, whatever. It's Twitter. Still Twitter. Sorry, Musk. It is what it is. Get over it. <laughs> you can't buy us out. I mean, you could. I mean, yeah, you could. Really? Yeah, just a little change would be nice. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in for the last episode of Tap Room of Terror. Tune in next week when we are hanging out with our good buddies, Bruce, Bruce and Banter. Banter from New York. Yep, another New York pod. Until then, Tab, Michael's coming. You should probably take us out of here. As always, thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash Gray's Taproom Podcast 2. You will find many ways to support us. Buy us a coffee because we will be hung over after this episode. You can subscribe to our Patreon. Three tiers are available for you. Get your buzzed on for $3, get tipsy for 5 or fully loaded for 10 Don't text and drive, don't drink and drive, and always drink responsibly. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Tap room closed. Good night. Bye.